everybody. Welcome to Street Fight Radio. What's up? It's Wednesday night time for a street fight. We're glad we're all here. We just got done watching some music videos for the Patreon. It was a lot of fucking fun. Uh, but now it's time to do the show. And you can always watch us. We're on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. If you're up Wednesday nights around 11 p.m. Uh, or Sunday nights, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern time, we do our call-in show. We've been doing the show for a very long time now. We're trying to convince everybody the government is bullshit and that we need to do something else. And I think it's working. There seems to be a bigger and better response to to changing everything and uh, getting rid of the world as we know it and making something better. So let's move forward in that direction. Happy to have everyone that provides all your love and support and kind words, uh, writes into the show and all of that. It really does mean a lot. I don't know if I say it enough, but it's really cool to hear from everybody that listens to the show. If you want to support what we do, Patreon.com is the place to do that. It's the way that we get the show done. That's why you don't have ads or any other shit. People give us money, and we do the best that we can with it. So if you want zines, uh, bonus video content, and uh, extra audio like Shocktober 2, Brian's been working very hard. It's happening right now. Um, We've got co-host Chris James, uh, who I love. I I met him. As soon as I met him, I loved the guy. Uh, He's such a funny uh, human funny humorous dude uh that is like real humble and just a good fucking sport uh really glad to to know him now uh that being said uh we don't have much going on besides the show there's no live shows coming up or anything like that uh we are having a writer's meeting tomorrow for our new show on means tv so that's going to be getting shot in the next month or two and expect that in early 2021 maybe nick's gonna get so mad but i'm gonna say 2021 sometime in there but we've been writing all week and it's been great so mm, i feels excited. like it could get done a little quicker i think I, I don't know the editing and all that well yeah but our part of it'll get done and our once part- our part's done i don't whatever happens oh, happens right i'm talking know? to the li- the listener they're gonna want to know when they can see it and it's no, not going to be this year i don't care about that right but we have some i great care stuff. about me um, so just, can I, can I do some, a one house get, cleaning thing get, here? I get paid when it's done. So, right. You so know. you got to get it done. Uh, sure. All right. So last week, um, we had someone call in about getting references and stuff. And somebody wrote in with a very smart idea that I don't, kind of flew over my head. This comes from our jam at our underscore jams on Twitter. They said, Hey, I was listening to the call-in show while driving last night. I don't know if there's any way to follow up with the letters of recommendation caller, but he should absolutely just contact old professors for at least two of the letters. They get solicited all the time and know exactly how to structure them. The caller should email professors whose classes they enjoyed and did decently well in. Write the email with some fluff about why you enjoyed their class and maybe how it motivated you to go for a master's. Um, but just like three sentences max, then a bit about what they what you've been doing since graduation, why you want to get in, and other supplemental info. If you only have one professor, contact your former advisor or just the department or your major. They should have someone aiding in career services stuff. People wa- pay, people pay way too much for college and should juice every drop out of these fucking schools. Hey, yeah. that is good advice. That is true. The person most prepared to do a letter of recommendation is is a teacher. Yeah, they 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 do them all the time. Right. I've had them do them too. You know, that's. I mean, I don't know if I could get with them now. 
But uh, I did have teachers write me letters of. I had a bunch you of probably letters. could. I bet. Yeah. I mean, even if I mean they'll they're good. You know, they, they don't, don't remember to, me. They don't have to remember. It's not about whether they remember you, but if you reach out, they might. You know, they they would do it. I bet. Maybe. Yeah. If I'm they can sure. look you up and see you got decent grades, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we got that. That's done. That's it. What's going Thanks, on this games. week? What 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 election stuff? The 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 goddamn debate got canceled because Trump had COVID and is running around juiced up on steroids doing wild stuff. Dancing. Yeah, Brett sent me a video of him dancing to YMCA, which is that is a weird song choice for those people. But I guess it's just real Americana. Yeah, shit. it's kind of theirs. It's it's um. I don't know. It's they just take those songs and make them theirs, even if it's not, you know, like uh, "Born on the Fourth of July" or whatever. Yeah, they just that's their song. Yeah, I wonder if one of the guys is into Trump from the Y from the Village people. That could be true. But uh, I think I said that wrong. I don't know what a song I'm talking about. What "Born on the Fourth"? Born in the USA. Born in the USA. That's what it is. Yeah, I just thought "Born, born on the Fourth of July." I just thought "Born on the Fourth of July" was the song. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean, really, YMCA was is just like pop party music from when they were young. Yeah, but yeah. he also he did make it. He did make it. Uh, he did make a point to dance during the young man part. Yeah, well, he's a he's young man gish guy. That's what he's saying. He's young at heart. Sure. And he can dance. And dancing is important to being young. You know? To me, you know what? The most important thing about being bad to the bone and living the bad to the bone lifestyle is knowing a little bit of dancing. True. Right? Yep. Trump is not bad to the bone. No. He does not live the bad to the bone lifestyle. I don't think so. Uh, he's not like me and you. They think he's bad to the bone. They think he is. But the problem with that... he's. The problem with that is that they aren't bad to the bone. True. It's like they can't judge who's bad to the bone. Right. Because they think he's bad to the bone. Sure. And it's like me and you both know. No, he's not. He's not. Right. He's bad. Just you regular know. bad, evil he's bad. The bad kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe I should use a different word now that I'm living the bad to the bone lifestyle. Uh, he's terrible. Okay. He's terrible. Terrible. He's a tyrant. He's a tyrant, yeah. Because I, I am bad to the bone. I'm, I, I live that life now. So that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, the other news I saw that was just because it's like in my orbit, the uh, ghost pepper donut was an interesting thing to me. Where what? I was gonna bring some over here. Where's the ghost pepper donut? Duncan has, has one? a ghost pepper donut. Maybe Smart. I'll bring one on Friday or Sunday. Okay. And we'll sit down and we'll try this goddamn donut. Cause I've never had a savory donut, never had a spicy donut. I had one one time on accident when we were out west on tour. And one of the Minion Death Cult guys got a uh, uh, a cayenne donut. And, uh, or somebody did. It might have been Daniel. Probably me. Could have been anybody. And I took if a I bite hot, out of if it. I, and any hot sweets, I order them. I took a bite out of it and went, ah. Yeah, I went to bed. It made me mad. Yeah, that it was spicy. Um, what a time pod. One of their Patreon goals is they're going to do the Death Nut Challenge, and I just really, really want to see that. What's the Death Nut Challenge? I don't know that. So it's, it's an ad that as soon as we just said it, so your phone probably registered it. You'll start getting ads for it. It's like the spiciest nut. They get they send you a pack, of like twenty dollars for two packs of like 
Now we're doing an ad for him. No, I'm looking it up. You don't have to say it. I'll know in just two seconds. But um, yeah. Is but, it like that chip? Yes, exactly. It's exactly like that chip. Because there's a chip now. They got it at all the grocery the stores. The one chip. You buy one chip. Yeah, crazy. And then you go jump on TikTok and blow snot all over your all over your uh, clothes. Yeah, eighteen ninety nine for one chip. That's smart. I don't know if it's That's one smart. chip. One chip. Yes, it is. Try the world's hottest chip. Why do they do this, Brett? We it's need fun. to get you a hot chip. I like chip. this stuff. I, I know mean, you. I'm do. sorry, and I mean it's trendy now. But I did do I did do a hot ones birthday party. You know, earlier this year. I know. I've always liked this stuff. And I like the misery of it. I mean, I think it's fun. Like when we, we ate, me and you ate that hot chicken in uh, Asheville. I love that. That was one of my, that's honestly. Not one that of, hot though. Not hot in a way like this stuff. No, it didn't have us bending over. It didn't have us like, yeah, no one was like, but it was still hot enough. And I like that. Yeah. I should order these death nuts. I don't want to scoop them. We should get the one chip, I think. Okay. Uh, we'll uh, see. I'll look it up. I, I, I can't do a. I'm not going to do a podcast for for about 45 minutes after. Probably no. You need to do that do for a podcast. We need after. to do it at the beginning of a Colin show. The Colin shows when <laughs> okay we do these things right. Uh one one point two ounce box pack of one is eleven ninety nine. Oh my god! Why didn't I get in the one chip challenge? fucking game dude this is great did you see the uh the person that tried to eat a hundred reaper peppers no yeah no. they fucking they lost pretty funny though 66 they went down they were on their knees by the end of it i'm once again doing what a time pod pod uh content okay listen to them well, let's do that's this my favorite podcast. let's do some street fight content i got a couple things that are <clears throat> kind of topical to now um later on we're going to talk about but later on i think I, I told you this earlier, and I think this is what we got to do. We need to lay out our presidential platform. A lot of people vote for us. Okay. You know? Yeah, you do get a lot of write-ins. I get a lot of write-ins. We need to lay out what it is. Okay. Okay? And we can maybe even compete with each other if we want to. For vice president and president? For for president. I'm. It's pain versus murder. I think we should just pain versus murder. <laughs> That's a, now people understand that. <laughs> That's basically That's what honest. we're doing now. Right. This, that's the 2020 election. Mask off election. <laughs> so we'll figure that out when we get done. But I, I read this story in Reader's Digest Canada. Okay. Was just on the crapper or something? No, I looked at I, I, you know, I don't want to talk about how I get stuff. You, oh, you, you subscribe for the Sorry. show. Yeah. I don't subscribe. You want people to know your address. I don't subscribe, <clears throat> but I uh, uh, wanted to look at look for something uh, uh, hysterical. I thought, and uh, this is the top ten Halloween dangers to watch out for, according to Reader's Digest. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. I guess. So they're talking about like uh, demon possession, like uh, werewolves. We're talking about Dracula's. real dangers. Oh. oh, this the- is the kind of dangers. Yeah. Okay. This is what we're supposed to think. You, not me. My daughter's sixteen. Okay. I don't fucking have to think about this. This is for shit. parents. This is for you, okay. my man. You got a daughter, and <clears throat> Halloween is not safe danger lurks on halloween your kids and you face everything from minor faux pas to serious <laughs> oh my, threats oh my god avoid the worst hazards with these essential safety tips wow i'm already like i'm already clutching my breasts candles number one okay candles 
Oh, I love candles. They they light up a dark night. They add a, a spooky element to my jack-o'-lanterns. They're perfectly safe for me and my family. I told this story on another podcast, but I'll, I'll just tell it real quick. Uh, uh, when I was a kid, I always wanted to do a model, right? Like the model cars. Like nice fucking model? <laughs> yes, like nice. No, like the models I'm doing now, right? Oh, car models. Okay. And I would get them for Christmas. Uh-huh. I would have a car model in my room, and I'd say, Dad... Let's put this model together. And you know what you always say to me? It takes glue. Okay. And then just no, because it takes glue. Ah. The whole thing was just no, because it takes glue. Now, candles, I had always heard for Christmas, no candles, right? You don't put candles on a tree. Yeah. I, I, I your whole house down. Yeah. That is a weird one. Uh, when you go to the antique store and you see like little silver trays that you used to put on a fucking dry ass dead tree that yeah. you put a candle on. Like, no, no, no. This is, we learned, we know better than this now. We had a f- fake tree growing up and it's like flame retardant. Probably I would guess. Uh, so you could put candles on that. Yeah. If the government made them do it, it, it is. So there was, there might've been some years where it went, went up. Yeah. So candles, you place a candle inside your jack-o'-lantern mm-hmm. and you set it out on an antique wood chair. Uh-oh. Your son, in his excitement, Uh-oh. rushes out the door, tips over the <gasps> pumpkin. Suddenly <gasps> the candle sets your son's lion costume ablaze oh and your antique chair is up in flames. Oh my gosh. Which one do you save? <laughs> your son. <laughs> I mean, um, I hate to be funny. I mean, an antique chair, you got to tell me how much that chair is worth. Oh, I know. Yeah, you know? Some of those things. Because, I mean, if this thing's a couple thousand dollars, right. maybe I don't save my son. Well, yeah, just meter the time out. Just- maybe I put the chair out with the hose and I slap my slap yeah. the fire out on my son. Throw your child in a bush and go for the hose. Yeah, 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 uh, yes, yes. Then you can put both of them. You don't have to pick, you know? Inste- I mean, I what. I don't. I mean, that's how you learn. Getting set on fire is how you learn. I've I've been set on fire. Have you been yeah, set on I fire? I've been set on fire. Yeah, we've all been. I play with fire too much, and it, it does burn you. Yeah, when you're hanging out with your friends, man, sometimes you just light each other on fire. It's goofy. It's silly. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. You know, I used to. <laughs> Someone's TJ Borg in the chat said, "Make the kids sit on the chair and then spray them both." Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that saves everything. Yep. Then. You know, that's the, that's there we go. That's and, a win-win-win situation. And the thing is. Like, what they're suggesting here is uh, putting a flashlight in it. What? And then also buy a flame retardant costume or make costumes with materials that don't burn quickly and are tighter fitting. Which, again, that's not happening. Is this yeah. 2020 or is this a vintage one? Is People quit buying them fucking... I used thing, to wear... People quit buying those rubber the flame co- retardant vinyl. costumes. They just quit. Every Halloween costume when I was a kid would be like, you'd want to be Michelangelo and you would get a plastic suit. It, was, it would just be a box with armholes and legs and it was just vinyl. Painted on. And, it, and then on the front, it would have a big picture that said Michelangelo. Like whatever yeah, character you were, it would just show it on the front. It would say Mickey Mouse and it would show him like doodling through the forest. How mad did that make you? Though, I know. Because I, I know be, you as a person. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm detail oriented. Yeah. I, and we're, my, Michelangelo doesn't wear a name tag. People know <laughs> he leaves a name for himself. This isn't, this isn't the Ninja Turtles brand. Okay. Those the th- Ninja Turtles look a certain way, and right. I want to look like the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. You know? How many times did you have to wear one of those costumes? Oh, I mean, that's all I ever wanted. I mean, I, all, that's I, want, true. I, all I ever wanted was, my, I, I don't know. I think actually the Ninja Turtles one, 
was the only experience where we ran all around town to every Toys R Us and they had one left in Michelangelo and it was my size. It was, it was too small. It barely fit. And I insisted we get it. And when I wore it for Halloween, it ripped. The crotch ripped out of it. The whole thing broke and fell apart. I think that was my own. Besides that, I remember having a weird raccoon costume when I was young and I don't know what the character was, but once again, it said on the front, I'm Rocky Raccoon, you know, or whoever's name. Oh, is. I think I might know who the raccoon who? is, but I can't remember his name. It was, he was like a little character yes. from a cartoon yes. with raccoons. Here's but we thing. did a lot. I mean, that, that, I did that two times, I guess. Here's the thing. Why wouldn't they just sell actual Michelangelo, too? That was what frustrated me. It was always like, hey, if you want to wear a Ninja Turtles vinyl t-shirt tent, yeah. fucking go for it. You know? I personally... I want the belt, the shell, the whole setup. I feel like they do that more now. Do they do that more now? Yeah, they got muscles on them, man. You could get you could get a Captain America. They build the muscles in. It's all lycra, breathable, fucking Adidas Climacool material and shit. Yeah, it's way different. And back then, and also those things, those old costumes. When you got like, if you were reaching over a candle, that thing would start to shrink wrap on you. Would just start getting real tight. <laughs> like just starts getting like a shrinky dink. Like it would just you're gonna be about to be Michelangelo for a long time till the hospital cuts you out of it if you got too close <laughs> to a fire. That's a cheapest shit in the world too because the masks were like not cardboard but like it was just that it was like shaving off the front of someone's face and then you just had a plastic mask with the elastic band that broke oh broke cut your fucking head oh being you know you you the reason the reason i know that that would make you nuts is because we were we we were basically the same when we were younger and and you would you would fucking turn on the TV and you would see this thing. I saw Ernie Ray's in the movies. I saw the turtle costume on the TV that I in the movies that I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was a kid. I my parents, I they said, "What do you want to be for Halloween?" And I said, "I want to be a fucking twisted surgeon." Okay, I want you to go get me the scrubs uh-huh. and some fake blood. And I'm just going to wipe the fake blood all over me and have handprints and shit. Okay. And then like one of those things you wear on your head that has a mirror. (laughs) A little mirror on the head. And a stethoscope. Yep. That's what I asked for. That's a wonderful costume. They went to the store. And this is probably why I don't dress up for Halloween anymore. They went to the store. They came home. They had a bandana and an eye patch and a sword and said, "You're you're a pirate. What? Yeah. They picked. They just picked an $8 costume that they found. And it made me so mad. I never forgave them for that because I had to wear the pirate costume to school too. You know? Yeah, and that was, and you're not going to feel confident in that. Yeah. And I had like my Raiders jacket on while I, like, I had a Raiders starter on and my regular ass fucking so you were, pants. You were doing the same thing I did. You were wearing the character on the clothes that you were being. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And it was just like, but, but I was like, if I'm a pirate, I'm not a pirate that's a football fan. Yeah. You know, that's what pissed me off. It's yeah. like the pirates didn't watch football. They, I know that they weren't football fans. So they got here. Yeah. <laughs> this is a buck. Year, this is like a of someone that works on a ship. This is the entire of a ship person, not someone that made it to the land of the free where they can watch football on Sundays. This was fifth grade, too. And and the reason I remember it being fifth grade is that's the last year you dress up for school. I, yeah. And it was just like I, I really like to go out with a bang here and be a bloody surgeon. Yeah. And my parents just were like, You can't put blood all over you and go to school. <sighs> it's just not gonna happen. And it's just like that's that's why I told the story about the models. It has glue. It was always yeah. just like some minor 
inconvenience that it was like you just they're like you're a pirate yeah you're a pirate now deal with it candy binge yeah. number uh, two. Oh, go ahead uh i do so i do think after the ninja turtle one was kindergarten and my mom cut up a t-shirt and wrapped me like a mummy and i think from that point it was over it was like we got to make what we want. Like you can't yeah. go buy it. There's no buying it because it doesn't no. exist. You can't go to spirit Halloween and get your costume. It just isn't a thing. Cause I, I'm telling Brett earlier, uh, I want to be Jonathan Davis this year. That's like my costume and Jonathan Davis, a little chunky now like me, right? He has a beard like me. So I want to get a Utila kilt and a purple Adidas track jacket and then get the wig and then make the dreads in okay. the wig. Cause this is so sloppy dreads. He doesn't yeah. really even have dreads. He's just a dirty hair. Yeah. You know? And, and I want to do the whole full Jonathan Davis, but like, I won't do it if I can't get the utility killed. Okay. I just, I don't want it. I don't want to, I don't want to fucking half ass my Jonathan I Davis agree. costume. <laughs> we have a you good, know, you have a good plan just to buy and resell. So it's kind of like a rental resell. The utilicilt. Somebody will buy the utilicilt. Yep. I mean, shit. You know, sell it. I'll sell it for forty bucks to a listener. I'm sure our listeners. There's five or six that wear utilicilt. Oh, yeah. Proudly. Yeah. I will not. I like. I, it. I feel humiliated thinking about putting them on. I bought those super deep drop crotch shorts for the summer, and I want to just get rid of all the fabric between my legs. I do want to have that free ball experience. Oh, I don't. I, I, I'm, I like I'm about the, to be in like captains and shit next summer. I went tighter this year. I went tighter pants this year. I like for, tight for pants the too. I went. I, like I, I went secure. and I said, "Give me fucking pants that like <laughs> look a little bit tighter." Uh, number du- two. Dual blades in the chat is wearing a utilicilt right now, so maybe they want to add to their. Collection. Yeah, if you need a utilicilt after Halloween, I'll sell it to you for forty dollars. Maybe 50. I don't know yet. I haven't come up with the original price. Uh, I haven't bought it yet. And my wife might say no to it because it is that's a a $120 costume. It's like a deposit, though. That's true. It's like an $80 costume. It's like like if you rent a costume, they're going to take $200 from you and then give you 80 when you go back. Right. And I can take pictures and post them online and then it's like a win-win for everybody. Yeah, we'll do a skit in it and just make it a write-off. Yeah. Yeah. So number two on here is candy binge, which is oh, that's not danger. a danger. That's not a danger. That it, is what you do. I yeah. Well, we have um Kit Kats just now in like a decorative bowl in the house, which has what been one of my goals my entire life. My grandma always had bowls of candy sitting out with like spooky dishes and stuff. She would swap out all the bowls and everything with like hands and jack-o'-lanterns and skeletons. But uh, I ate so many Kit Kats last last night oh, that no. I didn't eat until dinner today. Oh, like, no. I, I had to I had to take a full twelve hours off of eating. Yeah, I, I got. Did, I mean, I, I went to bed and woke up and lived a whole long day and just ate dinner and was like, too many Kit Kats. Yeah, I went and got a blizzard last night and the motherfuckers put all the Reese's cups on the bottom. That's not good. I'm furious at it. Katie saw me come in. Me and Gwen came in eating our blizzards. And Katie's like, "What? did you get a fucking vanilla soft serve cup? And yeah. I was like, no, who would do that? Right. That oh, I mean, well, I understand what you think of me as a person and my vanilla lifestyle. Love, yeah. But I would never. That is no. A plain vanilla. You get oh, a cone. A, a cup of plain vanilla. Yeah. 
<laughs> they would probably make you leave. Yeah, and we don't, we can't do that, sir. Like, oh no, I mean everything's <laughs> blended with just vanilla here, it's like, right? But there's nothing in the register. You have to pick a mix in, or you have to, yeah, do something else. But that would be I, if I was complaining and saying I wasn't going to pay for it. Can I? Can I tell you a uh, fucked up complaint about food? Yeah, I bought, um, I bought popcorn as a fundraiser for uh, kids with cancer. Oh, and. I bought this salted caramel popcorn that was supposed to have nuts. It has nuts, it has almonds and cashews in it. And when we got the popcorn, there has only been about eight individual nuts in the entire giant 10, 36 ounce bag. Oh, there no. it's caramel corn and they put zero nuts. They skimmed they on care. the nuts. They don't care. I can't yeah. do anything. I can't go to customer service on that. I know. You know what? I was listening. I, so I, I'm listening to Tom Likas for Shocktober this week, doing a little update on Likas and Bubba. And uh, uh, ooh, I can announce this before it comes out. Okay. Uh, for those that listen to Bubba, we're going to have Manson on on the show Woo-hoo. this week uh he was for those that don't listen to bubba manson was his main uh co-host he played the character ned and uh he hates bubba the love sponge <laughs> quite a bit and chris got him to come on the show yeah so brian is uh was extremely excited i don't know who anything about him but uh brian was stoked so it seems like a big i deal. mean he's he is just oh, in wait, the chat light up lit up oh did they really yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got Manson coming on tomorrow. We're not going to do a whole episode with him, but we're going to talk to him for a while. You got an OMFG in here. Did I really? Spelled out the, the nobody bad way, knew the because way. nobody knew because I was uh, Chris was saying he's got him, but he didn't have a time set up yet, okay. and we hadn't had a time set up. And then yesterday he set up the time, and then I almost like didn't even want to announce it because I just wanted to yeah. be like, yeah, we've been Wayne Kramer before. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I figure he's coming. He's definitely coming on. And uh, uh, yeah, Manson, it's going to be wild. I don't Ooh. know what he's going to be like or what he's going to talk about. But yeah, we 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 got him. But I was listening to Lycus this week, and he was complaining about food deserts. Okay. But he's pro food desert. <laughs> no, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's shocking. <laughs> he's a real shock jock. He really knows how to grind your gears. <laughs> bind you up <laughs> he says he well he's like why don't you just have the food delivered oh if god so fucking, come on you know if you're so far away have walmart deliver it right you know and uh um what he was doing he was reading these things and he was giving the speech about how americans like junk food uh-huh. it's just their shit right yep, yep. Everybody he doesn't does. he says he doesn't he's he's down to eating beans and meats and that's it. Okay. Like he's he's trimming down, I guess, from okay. what he says. But he's Go also keto. in quarantine, and you never get to see him, so he could be lying. Sure. But he goes, uh, uh, Americans don't want cabbage. They don't want fresh cabbage. They want fiddle faddle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I don't know. I'm more of a screaming yellow zonker guy myself. <laughs> but I'll take fiddle faddle in a pinch. <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't. You're right. The most shock jock thing I've ever heard is a guy being pro food desert. Yeah, that's just extreme. It's just like biting (laughs) that off a bat type shit. Uh, So the tip on the candy binge is to have a delicious dinner before the kids go out. Okay. uh, So everyone will be less hungry when the kids. That doesn't matter. That is a fundamental misunderstanding of what kids believe about food. 
Kids hate food, okay? No yeah. lie. You get to get a fucking pizza when they're young, like Charlotte's age. You get that kid a fucking pizza, and they will be like, I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just, I don't one bite. You could buy their favorite savory food. And yes, they'll one bite the fucking thing and then walk away and say they're full. Now, if you gave them 17 Reese's cups, they would be able to eat all 17 of them. Yeah, they would find the strength. There isn't like a meal you can eat. You can feed a child that would not make them also want to just eat 75 Hershey's bars. I don't know. My uh, my daughter's been doing pretty good. She cuts out halfway through uh through her her blizzards. Like when we get ice cream stuff, she's like I can't finish this. Well, that's like, good, but I lot. mean when it comes to candy though. Yeah, candy. Candy is a weird thing where it's like if it's individually wrapped, you can just keep eating it right. forever and just, ever and ever. You get in that motion where you just like unwrap, pop, unwrap, pop, unwrap, pop. Like you just keep just loading them into your mouth. Also, if you keep them in a bowl at your house, yeah, don't do that. If there's just a bowl of candy sitting out, I'm going to fucking walk by it 80 times and eat out of it. You know? Yeah, I do. I, I do. can't. I don't, I don't want to see it. I can't even look at it. You know? I got three Reese's Outrageous is right out in my car right now, just for later. So uh, they also say put the rest in a difficult to reach location for later, which I firmly disagree with. I, uh, you do not take a child's candy from them after I, trick you, or treat. You throw it's it their away. candy. You got to throw it away. Nope. It's they too much. It. It's I too know. much. And you got to just secretly throw it away or take it to the office. I know it's once a year though. And you, I just feel like that's their stuff that you're breaking the nap in that situation. Yeah, I don't care. The non-aggression principle by taking somebody's stuff. I just wouldn't do such a thing as yeah, an anarcho-capitalist. They shouldn't eat that much candy. I, if you're fucking telling me my daughter doesn't eat it all right away though. You know what I mean? No, mine doesn't either. Like, she eats it over several months, even if you just give it to her. Right. You know, like, she had Halloween candy, which, by the way, we were very strongly against her trick-or-treating last year because she was 15. Uh, she is not. I'm not. She's handing out this year. Everybody, I think that I, my rule on trick-or-treat is anybody that comes to my house and asks for candy, I'll give it to them. Me too. I'm doing the Jesus move. Me too. I, there's no reason to question or ask. I bought a whole bunch it's of candy. Weird. I want to fucking share it. Um, You know, there is, there's somebody I know that is an adult that went trick-or-treating with their kids that also tried to trick or brought a bag for themselves and uh that's embarrassing yeah that that is a real bold maneuver i guess yeah 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 um yeah man i i don't know i would never take the candy away and put it in a high place just because i i just think it's theirs it would be like taking half their christmas presents away yeah i don't trust their thinking i don't trust a seven-year-old's decision making skills uh, i'm gonna have to step in and be in charge i trust them number three cars uh now this is one you heard about a lot growing up right this is constant yeah yeah people you're just gonna get crushed by a car and personally in my utopia people don't have to work on this day my so we can just say the fucking all the roads are closed nobody has to work it's my, fucking trick-or-treat dude eric my wife wants to uh she was like can we get traffic cones and just shut our street off for the night and i was like you might have to ask for permission for that i don't yeah. i mean like the you know, state ain't we can, you but you know, but I don't know. No one can abide by it legally. Uh, but I, I also appreciate that. Yeah, maybe that you do just like don't drive on the fucking road. You just don't have to go to work, dude. 
the, the problem is that, and I always found this, they, the, the, a lot of these stories I looked at about the dangers, and, and this is another one, like talks about people drive, people might be drunk and stuff like yes. that, right? Okay. I understand that. Trick or treat's usually on a weeknight. Yes. Especially in Ohio. In Columbus, well, they different. move it to a We're weeknight. fucked up place. Yeah, but I'm saying the rest, we always move it to a Thursday or we're something. We're talking to the rest of the country, though, where they actually celebrate the 31st, where it lands on the calendar, which I believe is the true spirit of the holiday and should happen. We have a very weird council in Columbus that schedules it on the safest night, the, usually the Thursday before the 31st. Right, that's not safe to me because everybody's rushing to get home from work. Right. You know, because that's the problem. Someone's got to deliver a pizza. Yeah. You got to get the food to people and you're rushing to get home from work. Of course. Of course, it's more dangerous. That's what I think makes it more dangerous. That's why I think either you don't work or you're off at noon that day. And you're just fucking off and you go home. We don't need anything open. There should be no cars on the road. Yep. That's how I feel too. No cars. Why can't we? Yeah. Just take it off. Like I, that's what I like about, that's what I liked about quarantine is just turning it off, just turning the valve all the way off and saying for there's, these are two sacred hours where we celebrate Satan and give candy to each other. No one's fucking driving. That's true. And it is good that we celebrate Satan for once. You know, you got to, you got to, you give everybody, you give God one, you know? Yes. You give God a holiday. You got to give Satan one. Number four is pumpkin carving, which wow. now this list has just turned into taking all the good parts of trick <laughs> like yeah, Halloween like, away. That, maybe this is why we maybe maybe Halloween is enjoyable because there's a little bit of da- uh, danger in it. Let like on, on Easter, I never get to get out a big knife and and slice up fruit. Let me see. Let me see if you agree with their tip, because I don't know if you would agree with this. Let's tip. go. Let the kids help by cleaning out the pumpkin guts and drawing on its face, but make sure an adult does the carving. When you carve, use a dry knife to help prevent slipping and always cut away from yourself in short controlled strokes. You got to cut away from yourself. Yeah, always. But I have some, do you I, agree with I, not letting them cut at all? No, not at all. Um, no, absolutely not. You get one of those you little boys. Give a, one of those little boy knives, you know? Uh, there is an age that they get to when they know the dangers of that stuff. My kids, my kid never had safety scissors. Like she knew. Oh, I get what you're saying. Right. And, and I think that you, if you hand a knife to a seven year old, they think of those as murder weapons. They think they're just going to slice everybody up if they touch them. Yeah. They're way more afraid of them. And it teach them, it teaches them like how to respect it. Yeah. Um, but the little serrated ass blade, especially that plastic ass shit that you're getting from the target dollar spot. I mean, that's junk. Who's that going to cut? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Or you could buy. I found these ones. They're two bucks a piece. No, you got to get a full tang with a bamboo handle. It, they have a tang. Are you looking at them? Yeah, I'm looking. Look at, at, them. at them on on the screen over there. These are nice. Full tang. Two bucks. There is a tang. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what you got to do. Um, this year we did. We invested in the good tools for carving. I bought like a set to like really get in there. I want to do the shaving shit. I want to do like the, I don't want to cut all the way through. I just want to like cut the, I want to do the sculpture shit. I just found an 11 piece one kit. That looks jank. Oh no, that those, I mean the wood handles on the bottom for the carving shit. 20 bucks dude. So there's I mean, that. That's, that's close to what I got. I think I would let the kid cut the, because yes. the knives are so crummy. It's just like, just be careful. And it's, no, you get cut with a knife, so what? You just learn to, once again, you learn to respect the blade. You're not taking a finger off with a fucking carving knife from a 
a, a pumpkin set. No, no, absolutely not. You know, and you got to let kids do some dangerous stuff. I know I sound like a boomer here, but uh, I did a lot of dangerous stuff growing up. And uh, I'm glad nobody took that away from me. Sure. Five, inappropriate costumes. <laughs> this is a hazard? This is probably the biggest hazard. <laughs> You're right. It bums you at out. At this point. This is the number one to me. Okay. Like, I'd You're... rather cut my finger off than get caught in an inappropriate costume. If you had to pick between losing a finger to a pumpkin carving tool or seeing an inappropriate costume. Yeah, like like doing an indigenous person costume or something. I would rather just cut a finger off I, uh, than deal with that. Well, we were in Dallas one time on Halloween and I looked over and saw this white guy in a sombrero and it just like crumpled me. Like I was yeah. just like I'm not we're not one of these people are we? I don't want to do this. Now I'm like, I hate this holiday. People are so awful about it. I don't know where that came from. I don't know where it be I guess because it's like a, a holiday that invites talks and discussions and movies about murder and danger and hazards and all of that shit. People just want to go there like as far as comedy goes or jokes go to. Yeah, I think people just think it's funny and yeah. they don't realize that that time for that stuff. Because back then it was like there were only like eight characters. There was Michelangelo. There was uh, Superman. There was uh, uh, Batman. You know what I mean? There weren't like a ton of characters. So then people were like, oh, I'm going to be the guy down the street that's Mexican I'm gonna instead. Be, you know? Yeah, I'm going to be Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, though. Is that a bad one? Is that inappropriate? I guess not. You just run around with a knife and a dildo <laughs> yeah, in your dick hand. In your it's hand, fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, consider the crowd that will be the, at the party and then think about whether you really want to see pictures of your barely there costume posted on Facebook the next day. Why not? I mean, if we you, like that, if you wear that, then you d probably don't care. Yeah. I mean, the, why can't you just be tough. sexy these days? I, agree. I know. Heat O'Brien is saying this right no. now. He's he's taking my place. He he his spirit flew into my body and he said, let people be sexy. You I agree. Know? But, you know, it, it is like there is a lot of creeps and awful things. But if you're going to a party where you feel comfortable hanging all the way out, like that's fun. That's like, I go to parties where people just wear their regular clothes and sit on fucking chairs and grunt at each other. You're going to put on a, a, your sexiest outfit and I'm going to dress up like a monster and we're going to, you know, celebrate like it's devil's night. Yeah. Fun. That sounds like fun. That does sound fun. Just the way you said that made me feel happy. So that, what was the hazard? What's the tip for that? The tip was just to, to know the party. Just know oh. the fucking party. Oh, got it. You know, don't come in with your Elvira to the office party. Elvira's not sexy costume mm. anymore. Wow. Okay. It's just that that dress is there's too much of the dress. Okay. I mean it's sexy, right? It's a sexy costume. <laughs> sure. Okay? Sure. This Heat O'Brien talking. Sure. And you wouldn't see somebody wearing that at Hedonism 2. No. The the popular resort. I'm guessing Hedonism 2. Yeah, I don't know. Has oh, no, they do. They paint themselves there. I'm sure. Do. That's what you would do if you were at like, if you were with me and my Hedo buddies. Yeah. You would paint yourself and like you're nude, but you paint yourself all over. It's yeah. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah. Trick or tr trick, not treat. Your child dumps out his trick or treat loot and discovers a needle that has been inserted <laughs> into one of the unwrapped chocolates. Oh, I dropped that. This is not real. And whole ass all. needle. Does this happen? Sewing needle. Uh, what kind of needle? Hair well, they. I'll show you like the a, picture. Look up at the screen. That's a syringe. It's just a hypodermic it's needle. A, yeah, that's a. 
Yeah. It's a hypodermic needle. That is that's a sick thing to think. Who would who would who would just throw that in with the M and M's just to think that you wouldn't spot that? Well, they want you to know it's poison, but they don't want you to know which thing is poison. You know, it's like they throw it in there, and it's like something in here is poison. You got to throw the whole thing away. Also, man, people are like sharing needles, so why would you even get one good clean? Maybe I guess it's your dirty needle. I guess that's why you do it because you're you're the (laughs) no. They're talking about a needle full of poison. Really? I think that's what that's what the whole thing's always been drugs or poison, right? Okay. okay. Razor blades and apples, but we don't hand out apples anymore, so you got to inject them with I guess like ecstasy. Who would I mean, what kind of a person has the time or wants to bring that kind of smoke to their to their Nobody house? wants to no do that. No one wants that. to do Everybody that. would know with the next day because yeah. people still do check through the candy, you know? People I think they do. They lay the candy all. I even yeah, did it out it. of habit. You got to dump. I mean, I dump it just to take a look at it, but I guess it is called also a good way to make sure that no one uh, slipped a hypodermic needle in there. Too. That's true. You don't want that. You don't No. You know, no kids asking for a hypodermic needle. And if they are, you go maybe look into their behavior a little bit. That's an odd what? thing to ask for. So they want you to carefully. It's never happened to inspect I, it. I believe. Excuse me. I believe we Snopes this or we looked it up and I, I don't think there's been any evidence of a poisoning or razor blade or needle incident. Yeah, I don't think so. It would be crazy. This is just people thinking up something. That's it. Because number seven's kidnapping. Sure. Which I, yeah. maybe it happens. I doubt Two it. kids on Halloween, but I sort maybe of feel one. like everybody's Probably. together. Number one. I feel like once once your kid gets to be about 10, they go out with their friends. So there's a bunch of them. And also, it's like, I don't know, man. It seems like a, a night where there's like a lot of heat out on the... Sh- there's just too... If you were a kidnapper, which I believe happens, obviously. But if you were out on... If you were a kidnapper, if you're a guy that's like, I need to fucking kidnap somebody, you know? If you're one of those guys... You're fucking probably not going out on trick or treat night. That's amateur night. That's like when real drunks don't go out on St. Patrick's Day. It's just too dangerous. It's too many people around. You yeah, know? Yeah, that's true. It's true. And and also this also is, plays into that save our children QAnon stuff. I've been listening to a lot of of people that argue against it and like you know the people who's going to kidnap your kid is like your your spouse that you have a custody battle. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what kid most of the kidnappings are just a parent taking their kid when they're not supposed to. Yeah, and there's just... I think kids are so smart to stranger danger now because they even, like, are better at the internet than, like, their parents. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... There's a lot of kids who, like, have already been dodging weird weirdos. Sure. Earlier than we ever did. We we didn't. I mean, I personally didn't dodge a weirdo until I was way old. You know, uh, pet fright. Your dog isn't so happy to be wearing those rabbit ears. She's also feeling nervous with all the strangers coming to the door on Halloween. This isn't the night to let visitors approach your pooch to see if her bark is worse than her bite. I mean, come on. You know, don't don't put that out there so the dogs are all hearing like, hey this is a good night to bite kids, you know? Like, that was like when 9-11 happened. People would get real mad if the news was like, what if they did this? What if they did that? And then people would get super mad about it and say, you're giving them ideas, 
You know, right. we're giving dogs ideas here. Why don't your dog biting somebody? I say, I just say I think, you don't even do trick or treat if you have a dog. Smart, because I, I'm, you know, it is funny when it. Like, I, it is now that I think about it. When you knock on that door and it's just like, rah, 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 it's just a dog going crazy for ninety seconds, and then someone slowly shuffles to the door, and they've been doing that all fucking night I know. long. <laughs> I know, I know, uh, I but know. yeah, I say, I say, keep the dog in the bedroom. I mean, you really don't have to hand out candy. Strangers if it and dogs your dog. should never be mixed. I know, I know. Or put it in backyard. You put the people dog out in the backyard. yard. I know, but you know, for people that do, put them in the backyard. Right. Nine, choking on a costume, which is okay. <laughs> that wow. Was, that Whoa. is a crazy one. Which one? Your daughter puts on a witch costume with a long black cape, but when she goes out trick or treating, her friend steps on the cape and chokes your daughter momentarily. <laughs> momentarily. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't kill her. So don't worry yeah. about that. They're saying the Velcro pulled tight across her neck before it broke. Yeah, what do you, what I guess they're not- saying they don't. They're not. They. This is Reader's Digest, so they're like Velcro's not really invented for them yet. Okay. Oh, I guess the older people wear the shoes. When they someone, love them. So there's like when parents used to put a cape on you, they would tie a string into a knot around your neck. Yeah, what mine did when I was Dracula one year. Just tied. Which, by the way, just just the cape. That's all I had was just the cape, and I was wearing my regular ass clothes under it. And then they painted my face white and gave me those plastic teeth. Yeah. Like, and also they did my hair back when I had hair. All right. That's a costume. They, they that's the costume. The slick back hair. That's the cheap way to do it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to be Dracula that year. I, oh. Here's the truth. I didn't even know who Dracula was. I didn't even know what a vampire was when I did it. They were like, you're going to be a vampire this year. And I'm like, what? I mean, what's a vampire? Right. You know, I'm six. I haven't seen the Lost Boys yet. I plan to watch it in the future, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. You got to show me that. You got to show me this stuff. Yeah. Come on. We got to watch this movie. I wanted to be the Terminator one year, but my dad wouldn't even let me watch the Terminator movie, which infuriates me to this day because it's like, come on, dude, you watched Revenge of the Nerds with me when I was a kid. Terminator. You what? You got a problem with Terminator? You know, you can't aerosol sprays. If you want to create an authentic looking tombstone to decorate your lawn, so you grab a can of insulating foam and spray. That classic. <laughs> then you decide to add some blood to your costume to make your horror movie character look authentic. Again, you reach for a can of spray paint. This is for the craziest people in the world. You know? <laughs> this is quite the. This is. A, you have a lot of extra time on your hands, like, to imagine all the ways you could go. Really borrowing problems from. from yeah that don't even exist you know like these are not real problems so watch out for spray paint folks yeah that's the last one spray paint number 10 don't smell that don't don't spray all that into a paper bag and smell it real hard all right here's what we're gonna do now i'm gonna test something and if it works let's put our headphones in okay let's check and see if the chat can hear and uh Actually, we don't have to do that. We're we're gonna run for president now. The chats? Yeah, we're gonna run for president now. We don't need the audio. Okay. We can we can not do audio this week. I was gonna play Hail to the Chief real quick. Okay. Just a little bit of production because I've been listening to all these podcasts, but that's not our show. We're not, not we're not doing it. So me and Brett get a lot of votes for some I people vote for me in Ohio all the time. I, I think I got like 40 votes. In the, in the last 
local elect, maybe Senate election. I think I got like 40 votes. Okay. So uh, I really want to lay out a platform, you know? Okay. And I don't think we need to compete. I think me and you need to put together the street fight presidential platform to see if we can take some votes from Joe Biden, you know? Not that we want Joe Biden to lose. We just know that that's what we'll be accused of if people vote for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wildest complaint to me because it assumes that everybody that didn't vote were definitely going to vote for Joe Biden. Right. Which, right. no, there's a significant amount of people that don't like the man, and but the, they don't like Trump or they just don't feel like voting. That's my favorite excuse. Oh, yeah, I just... I don't well, want to do it. Well, also, know? I mean, the voter suppression is crazy right now. It really is. I yes. mean, it's on another level. Somebody showed me in the city of Detroit, you can drop off ballots in like a couple dozen places. In the city of Columbus, there's only one. You have to make your way all the way to Morse Road to the to the one drop off point. And the lines are fucking long as hell. Jake today was <laughs> Jake went and voted. And there was a. Uh, there was a tag in why he was in line. There was a tag for rolling twenties cribs like, oh. on the wall. Yeah. And okay. Jake was like, I'd, I'd rather vote for these guys. <laughs> you know, they're in the neighborhood. At least <laughs> they know what's going on here. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Uh, I'll probably make my way in to do it this year. I think, I think I'm probably going to vote in person or I don't know. I haven't thought about it that much. I, I figure I got time. And yeah. if I don't vote, I don't vote. That's again, that's the lazy thing where it's like, I, yes, I know it's only once a year. Yes, I know it takes two minutes right. in my neighborhood. They, they make sure we can vote because if people in my neighborhood were like waiting in long lines, they'd be like, what in tarnation? What's happening around here? Yeah. You know, they this it. is a fucking real injustice. You they, know, they they do a spaghetti fundraiser for 10 new voting machines. Yeah. Did you see the thing in California, though, with the voting that the people putting fake drop boxes out? No, the Republicans got in trouble there for putting fake drop boxes out. So people would just drop their ballot in there and then, you know, and gonzo. It's either gone or fucking, you know, it, maybe they, they go through them and then leave the Trump ones in. But I don't know why you do that in California. Because it's not like Trump's going to win California. That's not going to happen. But I mean, it was just, I saw the story. I, I, I just saw I mean, a little piece of it. There's other things on the ballot, yeah. Yeah, I just saw a little, yeah, there's the rideshare thing and a few other things there. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting some calls on some of these things. Like, if you're out there and you work on any of these campaigns that you think are important, then give us a call before the election so people can maybe in your area can hear about it and we can talk about stuff i always find that's a good way to talk about issues anyway you know yeah. when, when a ballot initiative comes up now we're really just talking about ideas right which by the way first plank in my presidential platform ballot initiatives for everything it's just i think we need to make a barrier to adding them but a very the smallest barrier you know, maybe you have to have less than $800 in your bank account and then you can make ballot initiatives because okay. it's like those people, they, they, know, they, they know. never get to steer and they know what needs to be fixed. Yes. Yeah. They never get to steer Joe Biden out earlier this week. Here's another com comparison between me and Joe Biden. Joe Biden said Americans don't want handouts earlier this week. Yeah, I do. And like most of the people I know would love a handout 
I you know, we've all in, I think we all enjoy handouts. Have you ever met anybody that didn't want a handout? I think that's a big lie that they it's not a it's it's a disgusting kind of trick that that these politicians pull so they don't have to give out anything. Right. They say y'all hate that. You guys hate getting money. It's it you're just like if I didn't work for it, yeah. I don't want it. You know? When for me, you would if if I'm president next month the day after thanksgiving you get a five thousand dollar check wow and that is forever from now on every you just get five fucking thousand dollars on black friday every year to cover christmas yes and it hits your account boom you know you pay your rent you get all the christmas presents you get it's like the five thousand dollars right so you're probably going to spend a thousand two thousand on your rent and then you have 3000 left to buy Christmas presents, maybe pay up your bills, buy Christmas presents, right? And you know what I say? That's a little Christmas present for me, you know, president of the United States of America. What, paying your bills? Yeah, I'll pay your fucking bills, you know? Yeah. I don't know why these guys don't say that stuff. I do not. I, I cannot it, figure out why somebody doesn't come out and be like, I'll get rid of your electric bill. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, um, there's a organization I work with that hands out, uh, food food assistance. And this is a government sponsored thing. And Trump insisted a letter from him going to every single box. Oh, okay. So okay. He did, yeah. He, he wrote a letter to every single person that was getting like food assistance during the pandemic. Oh, that's great of him. He, what a weirdo. <laughs> but for me, it's like, if you're getting fucking money, for like if you're getting money every once in a while just some money i think people would really like that i, I think that. that is the kind of thing that people want people want handouts so for me that's one of the handouts i'm gonna do there's also this idea i've come up with we talked about this recently five times a year five times a year you can go to the post office and you can say, I need $500 and they'll just give it to you. And I can't even tell you how many times in my life I would have been saved by just being able to give $5,000, you know, five or 500, 500 bucks. This is just like, I'm not trying to ask for the world or anything. I'm saying I need $500. It'll help me out a lot. I maybe don't have to buy the crappy food, you know? Right. That's five times a year. You just go in and get it. You don't have to pay it back. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think that we can outlaw payday advances then. <coughs> yeah. More than anything, uh, it takes a very little bit amount of money. Like if you add up all of this to do for everybody, all we have to do is uh, not let people have more than one house. Right. Yep. Get rid of the super yachts, all of those. Uh, Keep them and let other people use them. We'll sure. share those we'll share motherfuckers. Library you know? system. The only thing that makes me nervous about that Everybody- is like by the time I got the yacht, it would probably be a fucking mess. Stop. You know? No, we're gonna keep them up. Okay. Hey, then that's, that's why I want to say. So yeah, that's where I want to do. I want to drive a Formula One car. It's not fair that just rich kids get to do that. Uh, so yeah, I think that. For me, what I would want to add is no new consumer goods. Oh, until I, I for a while we have to. We're just going to put the brakes on everything, and we're going to do a sharing economy. Oh, and and I think that we got to no. drag all of the tools out of our garage and throw them in a big pile together, and then you can just borrow them from the library whenever you need them. 
Okay. That means lawn. That's the edgers, edgers, socket wrenches, all of that stuff. Lamborghinis. Um, also, you know, I think we that we should get, all get a shot to drive a Lambo. I think we need to get you some cash, Brett. There is a Formula One experience where you can drive a car. Wow. And uh, uh, five laps. Cool. Taste of racing. Three ninety nine. Deal price one fifty nine. Oh my god, that's birthday month. That's a birthday present. Twenty laps. Where do I gotta go? You can do twenty laps for five hundred nineteen dollars right now. I'm looking at where it's at. I gotta find that. I think it might be at Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, the racetracks that are available this year are the Atlanta Motor Speedway, Blackhawk Farms Raceway, uh, some Illinois Brainerd. Yeah, there's a bunch of them, dude. We get you over to Illinois, and you can, you know, Madison, Illinois, right there, Worldwide Technology Raceway. We, I, I'll tell you the truth, dude. I will pay at least half for you to do this because i think you should drive a formula one car i think that's important you know yeah i gotta know what it's like i hate five laps though i don't I mean, like five laps i watched some i like 20 i don't know who it was i watched some basketball player drive with lando norris a, a f1 driver in a car and he almost got sick it looks wild yeah i mean i think you got to do the 500 dollars experience to t the thing the thing about that yeah. And uh, I think you got to do the because you got to do 20 laps. You're not going to be good at it right, right. away. Yeah. You know, you got to get, get 18 in there before you're like, damn, I was getting real fucking good at that. You go to the hot lap on the last one. That's it's, where you get your point. It's two hours. And uh, we're going to make this happen. Okay. Brett. We're going to make I'm this happen. It. Well, thank you. Uh, but I would rather just go. I'd rather just go to my Columbus Metropolitan Library app and just book this experience. I agree. I agree. I think you should be able to do this. I do think so. They're already there. There's downtimes. And if these people had $5,000 at Christmas, they wouldn't worry about running this. Th you know, they could, wouldn't have to worry so much. They could I think so, too. Them out. I think you could do it if you have $5,000 this oh, Christmas. Yeah. You know, like, I think the $500 for Christmas, I've, I've been saying this, is or $5,000 for Christmas. I just think that, like... It's, there's this holiday that, look, I don't give up. I'm not Christian. You know what I mean? I'm not like a big Christian guy or anything. But like, this is the important one to people. Yeah. They find it to be so important. But like, everybody's miserable that time yeah, of the year. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no, there's no way to go in. You, nobody's prepared to do it. You're like, uh, I've been spending 90% of my money as it comes in every single month. Where am I supposed to find another like half my money to pay for shit? You know? Yeah. So we can go to Pocono, Indiana, and you can you can do the F1 experience. Let's do it. And okay. there's there's all kinds of things set up for it. All right. But yeah, I want to I really do like I hate that there's like a Lowe's Lowe's and Home Depot should just be libraries. You think so? Yeah, I just think you should go there and you can grab the tools off the rack and bring them back because there's no reason to have a circular saw. If you like if you work in if you are That's what they think we're going to do though. We've talked about this a million times. These conservatives that are freaked out about communists and socialists and anarchists and stuff, that's their big fear is that you're going to come and take their air compressor tool but away. What if, what if you tell them they can get a bobcat on the weekend for no cost? I think that could work, you know? 
I think that they would they would I think that they would even because like a lot of these guys have air compressors in their garage yes. and air tools and they never use them. I I knew a guy that had it. The motherfucker used to beg me to bring my car over to get my tires changed. Here's the thing. You're not going to be working 40 hours a week at all. So when Sunday rolls around, you're going to be sleeping in. And instead of going to your garage and dusting off your tools, you're going to go to a Home Depot or a Lowe's or a giant warehouse. And you're just going to pick all the tools you need for your project right there. They're going to have them for you. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then you borrow them, whether it's gardening shit, you need a rototiller, you need whatever it is, like you just borrow it and then bring it back. Yeah. 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 You're right. I'm with you. I and like that idea. Too many. There's so many rotting away in people's garages. Yeah, I think the problem with that is that like uh uh you just people even though they don't use them, they like to tell people that's theirs. Yeah, fuck their feelings. And we have to change. Yeah, I sharers agree. don't hey, give a fuck about your feelings. Yeah, we're sharing, okay? I don't care about your fucking feelings. You're right. Now we're back. We're back, baby. What about education? How are we going to handle education? Because we don't know how to do that. I need. I like having a place to send my kid where she's away from me. Um, I do, too. I think you should. I think we still need public school. I can't teach the alphabet. I can't teach math. I'm not any built for any of that. Plus, I'm doing other things. You can't teach the alphabet? No. Are you trying right now? Is that no. why you're saying that? No, she's a, she no, she's just doing writing right now. And are you having trouble doing that? I feel like I could teach a kid that age, you know? Let's just uh, sit down and teach them. How about don't want to? Agree. I don't want to either. That's why we need we need to make school 8 hours. Watching though. a child write on the computer is I'm just digging my nails into my thighs drawing blood. We need we need an 8 hour school day, right? Okay. It can still, I think, also, I think one of the things I want to do in my presidential platform is make school start at noon, but it's eight hours and you can go to work at noon too, you know, like okay. noon because teenagers are not supposed to get up early. Sure. Maybe just for teens, school starts at noon. Once they get up to that age where they don't want to get up early, boom, it's at noon. And then we figure it all out later. Yeah, I would say we just have a big open field or open learning center where kids go and hang out when their parents don't want them around and then they can be brought back. In. I like that. And then also that's where we keep a lot of those tools and stuff, right? Like a lot of the tools me and you were talking about. So you can pick your kid up from school and get an angle grinder? Yeah, and the angle grinder's there. So if they want to learn how to angle grind shit, Right? You just make them angle grind instead. You send them to school I mean, I'm to not learn how to do your projects and then make them do your deck. <laughs> I mean, I think kids should learn to build a deck. Yeah. Because definitely. I want a deck. Everybody. You know? Yeah, know how to build their own deck. Like, Brett wants a deck really bad. I got a patio, my man. But I need a concrete pourer is what I need. We do. We teach do. them how to do concrete. My, teach my daughter how to do goddamn concrete. She'll need algebra. I like that. She needs algebra, though, I think. Or concrete, you know. I think Te you need algebra to do the concrete. Teach through concrete, yeah. Yeah, 
Show her the angle. Show her the the radius. Let her know about all the the formulas, the quadratic equation in concrete. I think there is something to like real dumb guy school opinions, and that like I do think there's something to teaching them about maintaining a bank account or like uh, uh, looking for work or um, like those things. Like we had a resume unit in english in 10th grade and we we learned and then we had a unit in a class on checkbooks yeah and that's what i learned and that's it and there was no practicality to it there was no like no like seriously these are the bills you're gonna have to pay because at that age you can't figure bills out right like i just man i didn't understand bills till i was like in my 20s because it was like those first few years were really hairy. Yeah. You know, it's like you get this thing, you look at it, you're like, I don't know, I guess that's right. It's a and then you paper. send them the money. Yeah. 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 Uh, I hate getting bills now. I mean, I always hated it, but now it's like, don't send me anything. Well, once you can pay them, it doesn't feel bad anymore. No, it still feels bad even when you can pay them. <laughs> no, I like Mine it. are all paid right now. Yeah. But I'm trying to outlaw bills. Okay. Like, no bills. It's yeah. the post no bills act. Okay. And you do not post bills. No bills. But those bills are concert bills, but I'm saying bills like electric. I do think that I don't know why we're paying for electricity or uh, natural gas or uh, 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 even internet at this point. Like, I don't get why we're paying for that stuff. Like, I would love somebody to sit down and explain to me why it's better that we pay for this stuff. Sure. Because I I think that the shit is on public land, that it's it's infrastructure. It's like critical infrastructure, right? And, like, why should we just let some people make a whole bunch of money off of it? Yeah. Why shouldn't we just, again, you co-op that thing? You know, and then I'm not, I don't care about paying the bills. Yeah. I mean, I still think that like when you use energy, you should suffer in some way though. Like, I think there should be a suffering for burning coal or burning uh, gas. I think that you should get some sort of punishment. Money is the way that they punish people for using too much. Obviously corporations get around it and everything, but on a personal level, I don't know. Like you get, we're going to beat you with rulers or something. If you use too much electric, if you keep your air conditioning on with the windows open, can we beat you with rulers? Nobody do that. And, and people come by here's, here's my plan as president of the United States. If somebody's using our air conditioner with the windows open or using a lot of energy, we will know because they, they count all that shit. Right. And once we find out somebody's using a lot of energy, Personally, as the president, I would go to their house and say, cut it out and then head down the road. People hate people don't like being told to cut it out that they, sure. they immediately will cut it out. Yeah. Hey, you cut that out. You know? Yeah. It's the cut it out act where I just go and tell that's that's how I'm going to solve crime, too. Yeah. All right. I mean, come on. I mean, most of this is really like it's just what we're asking for. If we scraped. All the leeches at the top. Like yeah. The people at the top are taking it. They're using all of the resources. They have all of the money. They have all of the buildings, all of the commerce and all of that. Like they are the problem. I know. Because all we want is a very pathetic life. 
The amount like of time, like I said, we just want like fast food. We just want fiddle faddle. We just want That's fiddle all faddle. we want. We yep. just want a fucking Screaming Yellow Zonker, a Fiddle Faddle, a fucking Ovaltine. Yep. Any of that stuff, really. That's what we, we want. Andy Caps Hot Fries. Yes. Universal Andy Caps Hot Fries. That's a good idea. Did you hear about Andy Cap? No. Is he canceled? He's not canceled. Okay. No. But he makes ranch fries now. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hot or just regular? Just ranch. Like, okay. So now we got cheese fries, uh-huh. we got hot fries, and we got ranch fries. Sounds like a party if you mix them all together. The B-Man's got to get some ranch fries. Let's call it the Ohio mix and put them all together. <laughs> that, it is, that is, though. I'll bet you everybody that like 80% of the people listening are like, I don't know what Andy Cap's hot fries are. The, I'll tell you what they are. They were a whole bag of chips, basically, for a dollar. And uh, I ate a lot of Andy Cap's hot fries growing up. Um, it's some sort of corn paste that they fry, that they like air pop into a fry shape. That is so delicious. And it had this really cool... What was that guy doing? What was Andy Cap up to? He was sleeps. He a, is he a beatnik? He's he like sleeps. A, yeah. He just is like, I am not going to work. The only thing that wakes him up is a hot fry. <laughs> yeah, he eats a hot fry. And then he goes and he goes to sleep and shirks his duties at work. Yeah, he's great. Oh, yeah, he is. God. Him, he's bad to the bone. Who else? Um, uh, what's, the name of that, what's the name of that goddamn cat? Felix the Cat, too. Yeah, that could be that'll be our new Mickey Mouse. Okay, okay. Felix was an anarchist and also didn't like to work. Okay, he's so he's Mickey Mouse now. Felix the cat is the new Mickey Mouse. He's an English comic strip. No, I see him as just a guy that sleeps a lot and is lazy and is always yeah, and he's always messing up with his wife too. Oh yeah, you know he's one of us. I've heard of eating between meals, but drinking between drinks. That's that's an Andy Cap joke. <laughs> yeah, I do that too, my man. <laughs> Happens to all of us. You go to reach for a hot fry and you're like, I'm gonna have a beer instead. <laughs> yeah. So he's just a guy that likes to get fucking drunk. Yep. He likes to sleep. He's, he likes to get in trouble hey, with his wife. Andy, Andy, what's going on? Caps down, my man. Yeah. I can't, I can't see shit <laughs> under this thing. Get out of here. I'm drinking alone tonight. I'm Andy Cap now. I what if Andy somebody Cap. what if somebody comments on this and says actually Andy Cap's a fascist? <laughs> somebody will. Somebody <laughs> will explain how he's a fascist. Actually, Andy Cap is a fascist character. <laughs> yep. Uh he's napping on all of the injustices in the world. <laughs> he appealed to the British uh the British people's fear of of minorities. <laughs> yeah. 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 Andy fucking cap, dude. Andy Cap. Taking a nap. Andy Cap taking a nap. That's what I say. Ranch fries, though, dude. Good good move. We got to get some ranch fries, too. I think I'm just hungry, really. Did you Um, see him in person, or you just... you get? I saw ranch fries. I was out. Scoop them. I should have, and I don't know why I didn't. I just saw ranch fries, and I was like, what, they making ranch fries now? (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. But not what enough to get them. I I haven't had hot fries in a number of years. It just isn't like a thing I go by. You yeah, know? it's been a while for me, but uh, let's get. I'll some. get back into the habit for yeah, sure. Yeah, let's get some Andy Caps hot fries. Um, so I had one more thing I wanted to cover. So education is basically we send kids to school and they learn how to build decks. Yep. Which well, they just learn how to do shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it would. I do think that like, like whenever they let them pick what they're interested in. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just. 
they're never going to need the other stuff. Like every every adult finds one thing they're good at and tries to just prioritize that. And that's yeah. what they're doing. That's they only want to get in conversations about music trivia. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's, it's, for me, it's like, I just want to, if we get in a conversation about pop culture, I'm a fucking... I'm great at that. I saw somebody know? post a picture of their like 14 year old younger brother that made a huge like spread of food for everybody. And it looked amazing. It was all he created this whole fucking table full of food. And it's like, just let him do food then, because I think he everything else. I don't know. He has to know the math of how to make make food. But well, if uh, he's a troublemaker and he's just really good at making food. I was talking to Gwen yesterday. There's a kid at her school that hasn't gone to school yet this year. Okay. <laughs> he skips every day. He didn't, didn't get the note. Yeah. And then every once in a while, people are like, hey, where's this kid? And they're like, I don't know. I, just guess. I was texting with him earlier. He said he wasn't going to come, right. you know? Yeah. So, uh, uh, but he plays guitar. He's really good at guitar and he's really good at singing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe just let him do that. Yeah. You know, put all his eggs in that basket, see what happens. You're right. I mean, that that is an opportunity where he, sh- someone should talk to him about like managing money as an artist. Like, that's, that is important is like, how do you make money? How do you make connections? How do you use your talent or what you do for, you know, uh, in the, in the most effective way? Yeah. So now I'm going to move on to drug policy. Oof. obviously all legal Tough. all of it yeah every single thing is legal. legal and also the government will issue a press co- press release every time something new is invented and they'll oh. let you know like an arrowhead we'll just hire the people from arrowhead yeah to to issue press releases trip of trip reports of like oh yeah no you know I cbg took- is out now I saw that CBG and then they can do a trip report on CBG. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, you know, you might like CBG if you like this. So you got to get one of those. If you, if you like this, you'll like this. That helps me a lot. A lot of times, especially with movies. Right. So I'm trying to figure out a movie to watch. If you like these eight things and it's like, Oh, I do like all those eight things. And then I, uh, uh, I will watch that. And also, you know, obviously, I can't think of anything that should be illegal in my mind. It's kind of like, we gotta be careful with people, you know? Like, I do think that there is a certain amount of like regulation that would actually help yeah with but, drugs you know but they're at the same time when I listen to like uh, Garth from the crackdown podcast. Uh, when I listen to like the people that he organizes with and talks to, it seems like they do have a good handle on what they want to use and how, and like what the cleanest, best option is. Um, but I would also love to hire more drug experts to help people get fucked up in a more safe way. Well, yeah, that's one of the laws I've been really considering lately is uh, all lawyers and all doctors have to do all the drugs when they're in school wow i just think i just think there's too many of these doctors out there that have never done a fucking thing yeah and then they're fucking lecturing me on it yeah you know that's true you know yeah th- they build up in their mind uh that these things like take you to a very different place and uh a lot of drugs are boring man a lot of them really can't a lot of them like aren't that wild as you would expect or what like the the scare tactics say like if you just did them you'd be like oh okay okay i know what's going on here it does it does feel like like 
you'll hear like a doctor say MDMA. Doctor Drew always says MDMA is the worst thing you can do sure. in the whole world. It fucks your brain up. Right. It never works right again after you do it just one time. And it's like maybe Doctor Drew just needs to do some MDMA. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe he just needs to try it once and see what it is. And I just think well, that he, like listening to him, he does nothing. I mean, I we, you know, I know that's what gave me the idea though. Is that yeah, he had no idea what he was talking about uh during a lot of that love line stuff I was listening to behind the scenes is just no practical understanding of it. Um uh, but you also can't just publicly say like um I have a happy life and I've done MDMA you yeah. know a hundred times, you know. Yeah, prosecutors also I think like guys that are going in to be yeah. prosecutors and shit. I just feel like if you're going to be a prosecutor or a lawyer and you yeah. definitely on the prosecution side, which will also be outlawing anyway, but just saying in practical in the world, like prosecutors think they're saving lives right. when they throw people in prison. Yeah, there, there's a judge and jury that are like, you laughed really loud at this movie because you were high on shrooms and then the police got involved and found out you were on drugs and now you're in trouble. But in actuality, you ruined a movie. <laughs> like yeah. You didn't like nothing. You, you weren't out of your mind. Killer fucking psychopath. Yeah, I'm I'm taking a heavy hand with Hollywood, though, and not in a censorship sort of way. What's that? I'm taking a heavy hand with Hollywood. Wow. And I, like I said, I'm not censoring nothing. You make, you still make any movie you want. Okay. What does that mean? Whatever they make, whatever they want to make, they can still make it. What I'm saying no is. No more sequels. I have to rely on sequels and remakes of every no, fucking movie. No, I think that's fine. You can keep doing that. I want to get rid of that. Well, so you're going to outlaw that. I want to say. That's your plan. Vice presidential duty. No new movies unless it's a completely original script. Yeah, I don't know though. You have dude. to write a new one because I want to see John Wick four. You know, well, you know I want to see Fast Nine. Yeah, I think the worst thing is that like they didn't release any movies this year. I think Did? that is, is. I caught up evil. on some amazing ones I hadn't seen before, and there's a hundred of them on the list behind it. That's what everybody always. There's says, already enough but, movies that have know. been made. You haven't seen enough good ones. I don't there's know. Plenty of my them. wife one. Well, my wife. Wants to watch the mafia movies, which is like dudes, like, I don't know. Yeah, you you're going to have to. But I've seen them all. You're going to put a, a neon beer sign in the I know. living room while you watch it? And now, now, Smoking and a Bandit. So I'm a lucky guy. Yeah. Smoking and a Bandit's like, that's the movie for me. Yeah. That movie and Cannonball Run made my life like, when I was a kid, it was just like, when I get old, I'm going to fucking do a cannonball run. Yeah. Or at least a Smokey and a Bandit. Okay. You know? And I I think, like, I still have an adventurous spirit, you know? I don't seem like I do. I seem like a, like a super anxious guy that's not super adventurous, doesn't want to get out of his comfort zone and stuff. But, like, when I was a kid, when I saw Indiana Jones and then Cannonball Run, I was like, these motherfuckers are on an adventure. Yeah, this is great. I want to go on an adventure like that. And some people might say touring's an adventure. It kind of is, but it feels like work. I'm talking about if I did a cannonball, it would just be like just good times, flat with out, your buddies, head you know? out the window, screaming and yelling. Yeah, we got to do the grand damn gumball someday. Yeah. We want to do a grand damn gumball race from from fucking the east coast to the west coast. 
and fucking Grand Dams. A teal Grand Dam. Any Grand Dam. Burgundy. Burgundy. Yeah, Burgundy. Oh, God, I got a story today. We'll, we'll get out of here in a second. I, I got a story today. I drove my car to Dayton, which is an hour away, for my brother to do him a favor. And uh, uh, I was waiting in traffic behind a Grand Prix that was just blowing smoke out like crazy. Tight. But it was like sort rolled, of rolled coal on your ass. It was. It was. Well, it's a Grand Prix. Like when I looked over and saw a Pontiac Grand Prix, I was like, well, that's the. But I thought my car was smoking. Oh, okay. And I'm so fucked up from that trip to Tennessee that now I think if I drive at all, there's going to be problems. Yeah. And then I see smoke. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I think my car's smoking. I'm a little freaked out. And my brother goes like this. That car over there is what's smoking, and it smells like gas. Smells bad. I look over and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's a Grand Prix. That they like just do that. That's yeah. one of the features with those cars. They yeah. break down all the time. They fire a couple drops of oil into the uh, into the exhaust system to get a rich black smoke that comes out the back. <laughs> <laughs> just the worst cars on the planet. Yep, Pontiac. Uh, um, they, kill people you. should pay. If anybody is alive that had anything to do with Pontiac, they should be put to rest. The Grand Dam, especially. Yeah, because the Grand they, Dam they, is they, the trickiest car of all the cars because it looks like this is a nice little sleek little thing here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this to is me a it looked. Yeah, I thought it looked like a sports car when yeah, I was a kid. It is. It's got my the buddy, fish gills on the side. Yeah, my buddy drove a, a, a Beretta, a Chevy Beretta. Yeah. Or maybe Ford, I don't remember. But uh, he uh uh he drove a Beretta and that car, it might as well have been a fucking Porsche, dude. It was red. It had like flat like a a a, a racing stripe on the side and just we were just like this is this is like this is a Porsche. Straight up fugly. Yeah. Like just the worst looking car. The Beretta? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad car. Yeah. Oh Just god! Smash, smash them all up and start again on that one. Well, we're not making any more cars. I want the uh, I want the Buick Grand National, the turbo one, because then you can like uh, you can beat BMWs at the light and make them look bad in your ugly car. Okay, I want a kit car now. Can somebody tell also, me about kit cars? Grand National was in the uh, that's in Fast and Furious too. That's what Dom Road drove to rob one of the cars. Yeah, one of the tractor trailers. Uh, kit car. Yeah, I want to do a kit car now, but they're ten grand. I I thought they were cheaper. It's like a big model. Yeah, they, exactly. Well, what first, are you gonna build a Ferrari? No, Shelby I'm, Cobra, like that car James Hetfield drives in some kind of monster. It's like a a, a oh, dune buggy a looking boy. You want like a Willys, yeah, like a like a Rat Fink car. Yeah, yeah you know that, what I'm saying. That's yeah, that's a Willys, like a Willys Jeep. <laughs> what are they called? Rat Fink car. Yeah, the Rat Fink car is a Willys, I think. Yeah, I want to drive one of those fucking things, but they're ten grand. I didn't know they were yeah, ten grand. I think that I do think that now, like moving into the next phase of podcasting, into like the the golden years of podcasting, uh, I think weird vehicles is where it's at. I definitely want a Rat Fink car. Yeah, I'd love to have a gigantic shifter that went above the windshield in my convertible. I kind of, I mean, before we get out of here, I kind of want a street fight Chevy Beretta now. Like and, what a ugly, shitty looking car! That I mean, is. yeah, there's I, there's one that looks all right. You can get like a ground effects kit that maybe cleans it up a little bit, but um, this thing is not doing much. I think me. it's this car. I'll show you. This is what he had, but it was red. Indy Pace car. Oh, this is the Pace car. 
at Indy. Yeah, that's the that's the ride. So that's it's kind of sick. I do like that one. I like the rim setup. I like the paint scheme. Also, I mean, the thing about this is it's it's a straight sleeper. Like if you really did it right, you could just embarrass somebody in like a try to embarrass somebody in like a much faster car. I don't ra- I don't think I'd ever race, but I do think we need a street fight Grand Am. Okay. And I think I I was telling my wife I was like, "Man, if we do ever make money and I'm in the twilight of my life, I might just make a Grand Damn hot rod. Like, I just want the fucking engine sticking out of the top uh-huh. thing on yeah. a Grand Damn. Yeah. And just fucking just to be a goof, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. That's 3. the show. One liter V6. Okay. Grand Dame. All right. 4.5 liter and v6 that's such a huge fucking engine like honda could squeeze a thousand fucking horsepower out of an engine that size yeah yeah won the trans am series championship in 1990 i don't know they're rocking and rolling yeah the berettas man the berettas 120 to 160 horsepower is bad i don't even know how much horsepower is good it would be one horsepower i'm like horses are pretty fucking powerful that's true one horse scares me yeah um, all right. Is that the show? That's it. We're Street done. Fire Radio. Thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate you checking in on the show. Not checking in, listening every single week. Uh, we're doing check in on Foursquare. Check in on Foursquare. Uh, we are trying to move things in a better direction. I know the world is a weird place right now, but I hope all y'all can uh, find it in yourselves to to do the right thing and help out and join up and organize with the communities in your area that need your assistance. And, uh, we, Brian and I really appreciate all the support and love we've got over the years and that we've been able to make this our regular thing. And we can't wait to get on the road again, but we have a lot of great projects going on right now. And, uh, there's plenty of stuff to work on. And if you want more of us, Patreon is a place to do it. Even if you don't want more, but just want to want to support the show, Sign up on Patreon. Send some money our way. Uh, Brian and I, like our 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 income is locked in place right now. Uh, the money that I'm spending is going to hire other people to pay them to do my work when it comes to spreadsheets and money and accounting and stuff. Uh, I really want to get away from from doing all the business shit, and I'd like to do more creative endeavors. So uh, consider signing up on Patreon.com where you can get access to zines videos and premium audio uh you can find us on all of your social media on twitter brian got a new twitter a lot i guess a lot of people don't know but brian got a new twitter he's no longer at murder brian he's at murder x brian uh you can find me i'm at brett pain p-a-i-n and we are at street fight wcrs on twitter and instagram and facebook and youtube but on twitch.tv we are street fight radio so consider subscribing on every single channel that you can. It helps us out. The more views, looks, all you know, likes, everything. It really does help us out. So if you don't have the money to sign up for the Patreon, please just throw us a review or an upvote or a like or spread the word. Spread this mess across the U.S., as we say. And we will see you on Sunday for the call-in show, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Peace. Welcome, everyone. Nate, it's good to see you back. People, we have a new member today. I'd like you to meet him. He's going to stand up and tell us what's going on with him and what he wants to change about himself, if you will. 
Um, hello everybody. My name is Violent J, and I'm an ex-murderer. Okay, now remember we all have similar similar problems, and that's why we're all here to help each other work them out. Well, I just hope you guys don't think I'm crazy. But, uh, well. Okay, I will tell you. Dead because I don't go there, kill up, kill up, stab up, stab up, ride. 